Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. Or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with durable colors that last all season with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Good morning. Welcome to Fantasy Sports today here on Sports Grid. Craig Mish along with Davis Maddock. The final teams are set in the NFL playoffs. Of course, we've got the divisional rounds coming up this week. But Davis, we capped off the weekend with Super Wild Card Weekend on Monday Night Football. And uh, this game for the Buccaneers did not go like it did for the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Dallas Cowboys got off to a quick start despite missing a ton of extra points. Uh, they came through in fantasy, they came through in reality, and naturally a big talking point for everyone in the sports world today is going to be what is next for Tom Brady. I feel like that's a good place to start today. I mean, my guess is is that Brady is not done. Um, you know, I just think it's like, it's just too hard for him to say no. He threw 66 passes, which Craig, you had me uh, go and do a little bit of research for the show. Best I can tell, most passes he's ever thrown in a game. He threw 65 passes in a game in 2012, and he threw uh, 62 passes, was his most in a playoff game. But 66 passes last night, I mean, the Buccaneers just stink, man. They have no energy, no creativity. It just doesn't really feel like anyone wants to be there. feels like the coaching staff stinks. feels like Brady just, like, openly hates, you know, playing with these guys. Like, Lenny was awful. Rashad yeah. White was really the only guy who had, like, any burst at all. But, I mean, what do you – you ask a 23-year-old rookie running back to save you. And gotta give it to, gotta give credit where it's due. I mean, that was the best game of Dak's career. He was For he sure. was unbelievable in that game. Absolutely massive stuff from him. So very happy to see that performance for him. Yeah. And uh lines already out, of course, for the upcoming game. Years ago, we would wait for lines to come out like on Tuesday. But yeah, lines are already out, of course, immediately after the game. Uh, San Francisco minus four, only minus four against Dallas coming up for that Sunday night game, which is, I think, going to be the highest rated game on television this year for sure. All right, let's get to our headlines here as we begin our show here on this Tuesday. As we mentioned, Dak Prescott, Davis is right. He probably had the best game of his career, or at least he looked the best on video over the course of his career, too. Let's also be honest, Tampa Bay looked so bad. It made uh, Dak look so great. Jim Harbaugh is going to return to Michigan, despite NFL interest. We'll do this story again next year and the year after that, too. Arizona Cardinals have a new general manager. Monty Osenfort comes from Tennessee. And unfortunately, no Australian Open action because it's just too hot there. And uh, because of the heat and the rain, they're going to postpone this. They have a different weather schedule than we do here. And so this will start again tomorrow. But Davis, going back to this game last night, 66 passes. For Tom Brady, 66. This guy's going to be like 50 years old, throwing 40 passes a game. And, you know, part of me says that's the only way the Tampa Bay could have won that game was doing that with him. But I have a strong suspicion that even Tom Brady Davis is going to himself today. My gosh, if this is what is required for me to win on an NFL team, I got to find another NFL team. And it certainly seemed that way from his post game last night. Yeah, I mean, I think pretty clearly this whole experiment with the Buccaneers this year didn't work out. They wanted to replace Bruce Arians. That didn't work. Uh, I mean, honestly, Todd Bowles and Byron Leftwich, like F F minus grade for me, um, whether it be like from a play calling perspective or just like uh, having your guys ready 
to go. I mean, like that, that is a huge part of the job of an NFL head coach is you got to have your guys ready to go to war every single day, every single quarter, every single play. And the Buccaneers just did not ever really look like that to me. Um, I, I think it's probably hard to have like a mercenary quarterback. I think like, for example, the bills, the Bengals, the chiefs, the Eagles, I think those teams honestly have it easier because they've all kind of developed together and grown together. Everyone in the building, you know, knows like the quarterback is, is just as involved as you are. But like, and we got this with the Broncos too. You know, we got these reports that the teammates are like, well, Russell Wilson has his own office. The whole organization was moved heaven and earth to get this guy on the team. And now he stinks. Like I, I bet there's probably a little bit of that going on with the Buccaneers as well. Craig, I think uh, one, I think both the most likely and the most hilarious outcome is Brady quarterbacking the Las Vegas Raiders with his old buddy, Josh McDaniels next season. Yeah, no. And, and I think that's on the table. I mean, fairness to Brady third year with Tampa Bay. So, you know, not quite the first or second. I, I definitely think though, the other point that you made has to be taken, which is the Bucks did not look the same under Bowles than they did under Bruce Arians and not particularly close, by the way, let's remember the Bucks were upset in the playoffs last year and went home this year. You could not have watched the Bucks for 17 games this season and thought, this is a good team, and I think they can beat Dallas. I mean, you certainly could have said, ah, it's Brady's last stand, and I'll take the points. And they're I mean, you could have done that. But there's no way you could have went into the game if you watched the NFL all season long thinking that this Buccaneers team looked at all like a good football team. I mean, Davis, has there ever been a team? I'm going to I'm gonna guess no that there has never been a team in the history of the NFL that made the playoffs and their final record is eight and 10, two games under 500 ending their season. I mean, just, they just weren't a good team all year. Yeah. I mean, the, if you remember the last team to make the playoffs with the losing record, the Seattle Seahawks, they won their game. It was the, that was the beast mode run. The, uh, the right. Marshawn Lynch, huge run against the saints. And that team was kind of scrappy. It had an attitude like, Everyone involved with the Bucks. I mean, it just it just kind of seems depressing. And uh, honestly, I'm glad to not have to watch this team play football anymore. Yeah, and outside of Gronk, Mike Evans, Godwin, a young running back that looked better, offensive line pretty much intact, still Tom Brady. You're telling me that the drop-off was that big for Brady in one year? I don't believe that. I think he still can play. Just got to do it a little differently. All right, we'll take a quick timeout. We'll get back to football a little bit later in the show, but we got a hot DFS slate to go over in the NBA, so Davis and I will go over that next. So stay on the grid. We'll be back. Again. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bare Exclusive Color Arrowhead Lake. Or a splash of Amazon Jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with durable colors that last all season with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Welcome into Fantasy Sports today here on Sports Grid. Tonight in the NBA, Davis, we have a four-game slate in the National Basketball Association. Of course, we've got 
uh, Toronto at Milwaukee, Brooklyn at San Antonio, Portland at Dallas, and then the game I think most people will be interested tonight, Philadelphia at the Los Angeles Clippers. What are we looking at for tonight's slate? And I'm going to guess injuries are a big part of this. Clippers are a late start, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, Clippers are the late start. And, uh, I mean, look, we, we pretty much know what the deal is with that. Paul George has been sitting out. He's got a, a hamstring injury right now. I, I I find this kind of interesting. I, I you know, there's there's a lot of scuttlebutt that goes on around the NBA because, uh, you know, the uh, the trade mill is like the thing that people love so much about the NBA. And the thing that's starting to kind of seep out that you're starting to hear a little bit is the Clippers are they're just getting really frustrated by never having their guys. Like, imagine how frustrating yeah. it would be to have Paul George, to have Kawhi Leonard, you know, when they're both playing two of, let's say, the best 15 or so players in the NBA. But it's like, we never have these guys. It's like, it, it's a coin flip on any given night if you're going to see one of them, much less both of them. And this is a team that, you know, owes all their first round picks for like here until infinity for Oklahoma City. So I, I think that is sort of interesting. So Paul George, questionable tonight. John Wall and Luke Kennard are going to be out for them. Kevin Durant remains out for Brooklyn. Giannis has been dealing with a knee injury and he did not play last night against Indiana. I'm going to guess there's a chance that he also doesn't play tonight. They might just be trying to get him a little bit of rest before the all-star break, which is fast approaching. I think we might get scheduled rest for our guy, Jamal Murray tonight uh, for the Denver Nuggets playing against the Portland Trailblazers who started the year pretty hot. They're, they're not near as good now. So it might just be kind of an all time uh, Nicole Jokic spot against his old teammate, Yusuf Nurkic. And those are the, the big ones that we are monitoring for tonight. All right. So let's take a look at the pricing as we start tonight and some different names here at the top, at least from a forward per, or a guard perspective, excuse me, we've got James Harden priced tonight at 10,000. He's the top option followed by Kyrie Irving, of the Brooklyn Nets, just under 10 at 9,800. Damian Lillard, the same at 95. Paul George, again, questionable for the game at 9,100. Drew Holiday for 8,000. And Fred Van Vliet is 7,800 tonight over on DraftKings. All right. Well, you know, it, it brings me it brings me no joy to report this because I, I am out on, on Kyrie Irving, the, uh, the, the person. But he really has been so good with Kevin Durant out of the lineup, and he's got a super easy matchup tonight against the San Antonio Spurs. They they lost their best offensive player in Devin Vassell. They're you know they're starting Jeremy Sochan, who who you know is owed to Dennis Rodman. He's got the green hair. He can't make any free throws. You know, feel like the the Spurs have been transported back in time. But Kyrie is going to be the uh, the most popular guard play tonight. Lillard looks pretty good against Denver. I'm I'm not as interested in James Harden. He just just I don't know, man. Something is off with him. I, I guess he's just getting a little bit older, a little bit yeah. slower. But uh, he, he he just to me is not really a ten thousand dollar guy anymore. If Paul George does play, it's a pretty good spot for him. Seth Curry has been playing a ton off the bench for the Brooklyn Nets. They're, they've just been going with these hyper small lineups with Kevin Durant out. It's actually working. Um, so he's pretty good value play. Royce O'Neal, same deal, pretty good value play. And uh, Josh Richardson just does continue to be like a value every single night for the Spurs kind of, he's like their first wing off of the bench, but then he's also playing backup point guard gets to go up against the Nets without Kevin Durant. He looks pretty strong as well. All right. So now let's move over to the forwards. Obviously Giannis in the lineup tonight. If he is, he's the, uh, one of the highest price options. Jokic, I believe is the highest tonight, but uh, Giannis tonight, 11,800 on DraftKings. Kawhi Leonard, 10,300. Paul George is 8,100 tonight. In addition, we have Scotty Barnes at 7,700. Keldon Johnson, 7,400. And Jakeem Grant at 7,300 tonight. So, you know, obviously Giannis, a uh, great option if he's there. And I think it makes it easier if, if um, any of the Clippers guys don't play tonight. Yeah, sort of interesting. I mean, would you rather play Giannis at 11,800 against like a very good defensive team, right? The, the Toronto Raptors, they cannot buy a bucket. Don't have anyone on the team who can shoot. It's like that, you know, people are saying, oh, you got to trade Ananobi. You got to trade someone because this team just stinks out loud. And then you don't want to have to pay all these guys in the offseason. But the the defensive theory behind the Clippers is, or behind the Raptors is totally still there. Barnes, Ananobi, Siakam, like good, good luck trying to score on those guys. And they're all pretty uniquely suited to handle Ananobi. Jokic is actually more expensive than him at 12,000. I, I probably slightly prefer 
Jokic for the spend up tonight. So that kind of leaves me looking at Paul George, assuming he goes and Kawhi Leonard doesn't. I think Scotty Barnes, I mean, so Barnes is, you know, it, it's it's teams are starting to treat him kind of like Draymond Green, where it's like Scotty Barnes has the ball at the top of the key, and his man is like, all right, well, I'm going to go just, you know, kind of go to the rim and go hang out because I know you're not shooting. But he he still has figured out a way to be effective, which I think is probably a pretty good sign for his development. I really like him tonight. Uh, no chance, no chance will I be paying chalk Ben Simmons, who like continues to be like every single night. He's like 5,800, but he just has absolutely no ceiling because he he just does not want to shoot the ball. This Ben Simmons thing, it's like, it's, it's kind of working out, but then also it's not. I mean, he has not taken more than nine shots in a game. He's, he's done that once. This year, nine field, more than nine field goals. I mean, it's really, it's like, he's just a center now. And the whole theory behind Ben Simmons was not this guy, right? He was kind of supposed to be like, kind of like Scotty Pippen, you know, like he would, he, you, you didn't need him to shoot, but he needed to be a good passer. And you got to shoot sometimes you can't, you can't be out here shooting. You, you know, you can't be out here shooting three times in a game. So I won't be playing him. I prefer his teammates, um, you know, Bruce Brown and those guys, Josh Hart, 5,600, probably the best value play at forward. And if Kawhi and uh, if, if Kawhi and Paul George both don't go tonight, I think Robert Covington will probably start against Philadelphia, and he is 3,600, and he looks pretty strong. All right, and then capping it off with the center, the Joker is 12,000 tonight, so you can play him. I don't know if you can find a way to get Jokic and Giannis in the same lineup, but again, Giannis qualifying at the center position. He's 11,800. Joel Embiid, a tick down at 11,3 against the Clippers. Pascal Siakam is back under 10,000 at 9,800. Nurkic is at 7,600. And Nick Claxton tonight, 7,200 on DraftKings. So let's cap off the lineup with the center. Yeah, I mean, Jokic is, I, I think he just is, he, he projects slightly better, but a little bit less owned than our guy Giannis tonight. And, and you know, Jokic has sort of entered into that phase of his career where he's just like trying stuff in some games. Like the other day against the Lakers, he was like, I wonder what would happen if I just didn't shoot. Like I just, I'm just not going to shoot. I'm passing. I'm going to try and get Jamal Murray 30 points. Well, he took five shots, made all of them, got 58 DraftKings points. He raised just really, he's, he's, he's just an unbelievable guy. But if you do want to play Giannis tonight, we of course always have some value options. I mean, one, Embiid is going to be like unowned tonight because I think Giannis and Jokic both project better than him. And so that is always a little bit interesting, especially because if, uh, I mean, if Embiid is able to get Ivaka Zubac in foul trouble, the, the Clippers literally do not have a backup center. It's like it's like Robert Covington and, and Nicholas Batum and Marcus Morris. So huge advantage for him there. Uh, Precious Achua getting like 20-ish minutes a night off the bench for Toronto. That would be a way if you wanted to get Giannis and Joker in together. The aforementioned Robert Covington. And then I, I do like playing Nurkic when he plays against Jokic. Obviously, these guys were, uh, you know, they're, they, they were teammates in Denver, and Nurkic was like, bro, I want to start. I'm just not playing here anymore. So there's a, they, they always kind of go at each other a little bit there. So I do like, uh, I like both of uh, the Eastern European centers in that Portland-Denver game tonight. All right. As a reminder, bigger slate tomorrow, of course, in the NBA than the one that we have tonight. But what you can do is go to dailyroto.com, and it'll give you all the information there help you get a lineup optimized tonight courtesy of davis and his team in terms of fantasy basketball remember with the nfl season coming to a close college football in the books perhaps this is your way to go playing daily basketball dfs wherever you play on DraftKings, FanDuel, maybe even thrive fantasy as well we'll take a quick time out here on the show we'll jump back into the nfl a little bit of breaking news offensive coordinator fire play who next SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
Your spring is about to get a lot more power with the Home Depot. Get gas-like power from mowing, trimming, and blowing with the Ryobi 18-volt OnePlus system starting at just $89. Mowing power that can take on a third of an acre with one charge. Trimming power with up to two hours of runtime. And blowing power with 110 miles per hour of clearing force. All on one interchangeable battery. Get cordless gas-like power for the entire lawn with the Ryobi 18-volt OnePlus system. Only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today, David. Not a huge surprise, but the Los Angeles Chargers are making a move. Ironically, uh, it is for a new offensive coordinator as they have let go of Joe Lombardi. Now, it looks like Brandon Staley, if Lombardi is gone, is keeping his job. I think that's pretty evident at this point that something needed to be changed. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure what to make of this. It's like, I mean, the Chargers offense, was it really that big of a problem this year? Like, I really didn't see that. It feels like Lombardi, to a degree, is falling on the sword. Now, let's also be real. Uh, their debacle was not really on defense in the second half of that game. It was on offense. They couldn't score anything against Jacksonville. They just completely went in a shell. I am um, guess that playoff result, to me, Davis, is the reason why he's gone. I think if they win that game, we're not even talking about this today. Oh, for sure. If they win that game and then give Kansas City a ride, you know, I don't even think they have to beat Kansas City, but like, let's say they go into Arrowhead, score 24 points, and you just kind of throw up your hands and you're like, well, you know, we do just happen to play. We just played against Mahomes. Like, honestly, feel sort of unfortunate for Herbert and for the Chargers that like he, one, you have to play in a division with the Chiefs who are like, they, they just have this huge advantage because they have the best quarterback, but then Going even further than that, for the rest of Justin Herbert's career, he's going to be going against Mahomes, against Josh Allen, and against Joe Burrow. It, it sort of feels like, I don't know, Craig, you'd have a better example of this than me, but like back during the, the brady Roethlisberger era, like how many guys were like the third best quarterback in the AFC? And it's like, we don't even remember them because they never had any big moments because they just weren't beating those guys. Right. I'm sure if I went... I'm sure if I went back and looked at like the 2008 AFC, I'd be able to to find a guy out. But I, I don't hate this move if you were like, okay, Staley, great defensive coach. Herbert likes Staley. We don't want to piss Herbert off. We got to keep Staley. I don't hate this move because the Chargers offense, uh, it, it just, it always seemed kind of flat. It was really close to the line of scrimmage, like a lot of Keenan Allen, a lot of Austin Eckler behind the line of scrimmage. And it's like, I don't know. Feels like you, you, Herbert is like a, a luxury like Corvette or something. Like you got to, you got to really let him get up to full speed to get your money's worth. And I, I feel like they kind of treated him like a grocery getter a little bit. Yeah, it's a, it's a strange dynamic here. And and by the way, you know, I, I probably misspoke a little bit. Maybe also, we don't know what happens behind the scenes, Davis, with all those players that were active in that game against the uh, against Denver I mean we really don't know the situation there I mean maybe Staley talked to Lombardi maybe they agreed maybe it was Lombardi who wanted these guys to play we, we if some, someone fell on the sword for something naturally the organization is going to have to speak about this soon and so we will find out I, I don't believe they've had a end of the season uh, presser with the coach I saw Boza talking yesterday I don't, know, I don't know what that was all about but all right let's let's get now to our fantasy standouts from last night's game and roll through it now naturally Davis leading the way is going to be Dak Prescott, who uh, I think probably had one of the best games of his career, if not the very best game of his career. Clearly, he's heading into this next game against the San Francisco 49ers on a high note. He threw five touchdown passes, in case you missed it. C.D. Lamb, four for 68 in a touchdown. Gallup, five for 48 in a touchdown. And Dalton Schultz, seven for 95 uh, in a touchdown. Two touchdowns, by the way. Davis yesterday on the show gave that prop out for Dallas. But I must say this, before we get to this, something that we have not talked about here, and I wonder if it is going to be a factor. I mean, we have to bring this up. This kicker, Marr, couldn't hit an extra point in the game last night against Tampa Bay. He missed four extra points. And so Davis and I are talking, you know, before the show, 
and we're talking about what the line is. And it's like, you know, I, I kind of feel like I want to take Dallas too against San Francisco. But Davis, that's going to be a big factor in this game is a point or two or three. And I don't know that I'm just willing to give that away if this guy can't hit a kick. Can they bring somebody else in? Like, what is going on here? Okay, so I, this was like the first thing. You know, uh, I did not stay up for the entirety of this game. I didn't need to see Tom Brady, uh, you know, throw 66 passes. So first thing I did this morning was, one, I just wanted to see legally, can you bring someone in who is not on your roster in the middle of the playoffs? The answer is yes. Now, what you can't do is you can't, claim a guy off waivers so for example like if some guy got cut or whatever you can't you can't bring a guy in off of the waivers but if a guy is just a free agent you know just a guy who's out there on his couch or whatever you can bring him in some of the names of the guys who like are are available matt amandola he was on the chiefs earlier this year he, he was not good but he is no. a, a street free agent the guy i would probably bring in would be austin cybert he uh, has kicked for the Browns and for the Lions. He's like fine, um, not not like a great kicker or anything like that. That's probably who I would sign. Sam Thicken used to be, uh, you know, used yeah, to yeah. Uh, he he kicked for the the Jets. I want to say, but but yeah. to me, I mean, Craig, it is organizational negligence to go into the next game with only Brett Maher as your kicker, I right? I mean, really, yeah. like, so they they blow out blow out win against the Buccaneers. That's not going to happen against the 49ers. Zero no. chance are you beating the 49ers by 10 points. You, they, I, And I feel for Brett Maher. This is a dude. He's got a family. Like, you know, it, it, it stinks to get the yips. We see this a lot. But you cannot go into the next game with him as your kicker. Yeah, I, I don't know how they could. Uh, and, and by the way, this would be the biggest story of the year if Dallas missed an extra point or missed a field goal and lost to San Francisco in this way. Uh, somebody uh, also I saw this morning, although he hasn't kicked in a while, definitely mentioned I thought a good option for a you know a kicker who could kick every extra point, Davis, and make every thirty yarder is Adam Vinatieri. I totally forgot about that. That Vinatieri hasn't played. I know he hasn't played in the NFL a couple of years, but if you need that guy to kick a clutch thirty-five yard field goal, my guess is he can make it. I just have no idea <laughs> what he's been doing for the last two years. And again, his ending was not good in Indianapolis either. Let's be clear. Uh, but at the same time, I don't know. I mean, I, I think. I probably would sign him over this guy. I think you're right, though. I, I don't know how they can at least give entertain this possibility for sure. All right, now let's go to Tampa Bay, where Tom Brady, again, threw 66 passes in case you missed it yesterday, and it only amounted to two touchdowns and over 300 yards. Julio Jones in his final game, I don't know, with the Bucs in the NFL. Who even knows? I, at least he finished on a high note there. He's got some good film here. Seven for 74 and a touchdown. Godwin was all over the place, targeted 10 for 85. Mike Evans... 8-4-74. So it's not like Brady didn't have the weapons, but I think that as you alluded to earlier in the show, they were just not creative. Under Arians, you know, Brady would get the ball and, and throw in a Gronk on first down for 40 yards. They just decided this year they were just literally going by script, it almost felt like. Like first down run, second down run. I've talked to Warren Sharp about this on our shows before. That never changed over the course of the season. And I don't know if that is Bowles or if it is Leftwich, but it doomed Brady in the end. They had a really bad year, Davis. In games that they were trailing, they had to pull miracle wins to come back. We saw this a couple times this year where it was like literally a miracle for them to win. They finished the season 8-10, and 10, and, and Brady's future has got to be uncertain. His, his press conference certainly felt like that was the end of Tampa Bay. Yeah. I mean, the Buccaneers basically like kind of backdoored their way into the playoffs. Like if that division had been competent to any degree, we wouldn't even be sitting here. And like some of these results they got – were absolute miracles. Uh, overtime win. Remember that overtime win against the Arizona Cardinals starting Trace yeah. McSorley? Like, absolute, mm -hmm. absolute joke. Uh, the, uh, the, the crazy come-from-behind win against the Saints. Uh, the come-from-behind win against the Rams where they had zero points heading into the fourth quarter and he, they just you know, happened to get the, the touchdown to, to Kate Otten at the very end. Like, this was just a bad football team. It, it, really, it really was. I mean, like big fantasy takeaways. Uh, honestly, they're a super interesting team for fantasy next uh, next season because Chris Godwin always great for fantasy. Mike Evans on on the downward trend of his career, but like you know, ended the season. What do you have? Thirty nine fantasy points in in uh, the championship week, and then you got to assume Leonard Fournette will probably be gone. Like, what usage is a team like a, a team that doesn't have Super Bowl aspirations? 
I don't know. Like who's paying Leonard Fournette? No one, no one wants to pay Leonard Fournette. So I assume Rashad White probably going to be in like a pretty good sure. role for fantasy next season. And actually, Kate Otten looked pretty good to me this year, like in terms of like a young tight end. And you, again, you have to assume when Brady's gone that, you know, these these vets, Russell Gage and Cam Braid and Kyle Rudolph and, and Julio Jones, like these guys are not going to come in and play with some young rookie quarterback. Like they just don't have any interest. They'll they'll move on. They'll go sign with the Bills or whoever to go continue their their efforts at getting the Super Bowl ring. So sort of interesting to think about what this team will be next season. Yeah, I, I saw people kidding around Davis this morning that the free that, that Brady leaves, you know, Trask is is at least somebody the Bucks consider and he battles it out in in camp with guess who? Jameis Winston. Winston comes back and <laughs> battles it out with Trask to be the quarterback again. I mean, J- the Jameis Winston Bruce Arians Buccaneers would have won this division at a canter, right? It was such a ba- it was such a bad division that they would have just they, they I don't even think they would have met any resistance. Like the Saints stink, the Panthers stink. I, I think maybe a, a, a problem they might have next season is I think the uh, well, I mean, so if the Panthers find a quarterback, they're screwed, right? Because right? the Panthers roster is yep. pretty good. So if the Panthers yep. find you, Jimmy G, whoever. Um, assuming that guy is good. They also could be screwed if the Falcons get young or Stroud. Uh, I don't know how likely that is, but if they get one of those guys and that guy turns out to be really good, they could also, you know, so much of it, so much of this division is just like, well, who are the quarterbacks going to be next year? And honestly, all four teams, I, I would guess, will probably have a different guy throw the most passes on the team next season, which is pretty crazy. Yeah, and, and by the way, Bucks defense two years ago better than it was this year too. You know, it just yeah. everything just sort of took a step back this year. They did have a lot of injuries. I think that that's part of their conversation. But I am sure on our show we'll be talking a lot about the future of Tom Brady, and uh, you know he does these these shows where he talks a little bit about his future. I think we'll probably get some semblance of it over the next few weeks for sure. All right, coming up next is time for some fantasy or reality and then the Sports Grid 60. So stay with us on the grid as we got you up until noon Eastern and then we turn it over to the early line. Craig Mish Davis Maddock right here on Fantasy Sports Today. So make sure you stay with us and we'll be right back after these messages. Stay on the grid. Don't go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. Or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with durable colors that last all season with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. For those of you on social media, now is your time to follow us ahead of the big games this weekend in the NFL over on Twitter. That is at SportsGrid and at SportsGridTV for the latest news, notes, information, picks against the spread, of course. And naturally, as we get closer and closer, all of the prop bets for the Super Bowl. In fact, SportsGrid will be live in Glendale, Arizona, covering this thing for you from start to finish. 
Davis and I will still be here in studio for you here, Davis. I was not invited once again to go to the Super Bowl this year. It's a devastating, uh, you know, circumstances of events that I'm not going to be able to go. But I will say I have been to the Super Bowl in Glendale, Arizona before. I have been to that stadium uh, before as well. Uh, and, and also for the national championship, if I'm not mistaken, too. I think I saw Florida, Ohio State there. Awesome scene. Um, but I got to tell you, I've been to uh, a lot of Super Bowls. And at this point, I'm okay with uh, being left behind here. It's okay. Uh, I'll accept it for now. Yeah, I mean, look, I've never been. I don't, I didn't, I don't know if I really wanted to go to this one. I, I, would, I obviously would really like to go at some point during Patrick Mahomes' career when, when he is in. A Super Bowl, hopefully one where they're favored. This year. Um, yeah, well, so I think I actually think they would be dogs uh, to the Eagles and to the 49ers this year if they got there. I, I don't no, think this is, no. you, I don't know, this is not the strongest Chiefs team. The the 2019, the, the 2019 team was way better and they got, you know, ran out of the building by by the Buccaneers. Their wide receivers are so bad, man. Like Marquez Valdez can't like, doesn't play. matter. Yeah, it's, I guess, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe 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 I, need, lose. maybe I need to get yeah, but they're going to be favored. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. Okay, they will be favored. Right. They, they, listen, they're not going to be more than one and a half or two, but the Chiefs sure. will be favored. If the Chiefs get to the Super Bowl, they will be favored in the Super Bowl. The only circumstance that I could see that not happening, Davis, San Francisco wins this week, thirty-one ten. San Francisco sure. beats Philadelphia, forty-one ten. Yes, at that point. It's possible the 49ers playing at that level could be, you know, two or three, not even, maybe two in the Super Bowl. But the Chiefs, Davis, come on, man. They're going to be favored. They're definitely favored in the Super Bowl. If they get there. I just, I got a, I got a bad feeling. I have a bad, I have a bad right. feeling about this group of wide receivers in, in the, okay. like, Mahomes in a regular season game against the, the Jaguars, like, whatever. Like, he's just going to get you there. I just, I don't know. Kind of, kind of have a bad feeling. You know, last year you had the opposite feeling. You thought they were going to win it. They did not. All right, let's do it. Fantasy or reality? All right, Davis. Very candid interview, I thought, uh, from uh, Sean Payton. I saw his uh, interview, I believe it was on Colin Coward. He's literally going through every single team that he's interviewing for, what the compensation will be, and the timetable. I've never seen anything like this before, but good for Sean Payton just kind of putting it out there. Uh, he's interviewing, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, for four different teams, if if I got that right. I think it is Houston. Um, you know, I don't even remember, but definitely Houston is involved in it. Definitely, uh, there's a couple other teams involved. Denver is, is absolutely involved in it as well, and I believe there was two more. Uh, but the Texans are up first, interviewing now. Fantasy reality, Davis, Sean Payton will take that job. He'll coach the Houston Texans this season. Keep in mind, uh, he also said, Payton, when he was asked about what his compensation would be, is he thought it would be a late first-round pick. So the team would have to have some sort of late first-round pick or acquire one to get one done. That's what he thought. Yeah, no chance, no chance. Um, well, okay, I won't say no chance. The only way in which he takes this job over what I think is a more appealing job for the Denver Broncos. Now, listeners might say, why would you say that? They were like the work. Well, if Nathaniel Hackett is as bad of a coach as I think he is, we could see something very similar to what just happened with the Jaguars, where they they added six wins. They went from being a, a total laughing stock to like actually a, a pretty good team I, I think the Broncos is is more appealing to me however I could say okay the Texans are able to move up to get the quarterback they want without giving up too much so and and you also have to believe that this is a guy that Sean Payton buys in on right so whether it be Stroud whether it be Young he'd have to really like that guy and they spend some money in free agency and they're able to acquire some skill position guys on offense because what Sean Payton is not going to do is he is not coming in to coach a rookie quarterback with Chris Moore and Philip Dorsett as his top wide receivers. That is 0% to happen. So I think the Texans just have too much work to do before they get to that spot. So I got, I got fantasy. Yeah, it doesn't feel right for me either. I have fantasy as well. I guess it wouldn't surprise me if Houston wanted to go in this direction and just get their coach settled. Uh, Houston is in a very tough predicament, Davis. The last two years, in my opinion, 
uh, firing Lovey Smith, obviously not a good coach, but firing Lovey Smith and, and the year before uh, firing David Culley and both African-American coaches, by the way, both who had a lot of support from their team at the end of the season. And there's been some sentiment out there, Davis, true or false, that, you know, they're going to hire some, you know, uh, non-African-American coach and just give them a five-year bag. And it's going to look, you know, obviously awful because these these two guys who the players supported. So um, I don't know why uh, Peyton would even want to go to this situation in particular. I don't think Houston's done the right thing. I don't think, he, listen, I don't think they did right by Lovey Smith, even though I'm, I don't think Lovey Smith's a great coach. I don't think they did right by him. I don't think they did right by David Culley. What did they possibly expect Houston to be? They had the worst roster in the NFL going into the last two seasons. So at the very least, give like another year on the deal so you could pay him in the future. But that wasn't going to happen. Fantasy. Sean Payton, this is not the team for him. I'm quite frankly shocked that Sean Payton even wants to go to Denver, too. It does seem to me, Davis, that that's the way the wind is blowing. Uh, in yeah. the interview he did, he mentioned, Payton specifically, that Denver got a late first-round pick back in the trade for Bradley Chubb from Miami. He alluded to that pick specifically. And and maybe that's what it is. I don't think that's going to solve the problem, though, in Denver, that's for sure. All right, Tom Brady last night played in the final game of the season for Tampa Bay. And afterwards, what I really liked about that interview, Davis, at the end was he thanked the media a lot. He's like, I know it's been tough to cover. There's been a lot of stuff happening this year. I really appreciated Tom Brady saying that. Whenever a player thanks the media and, and recognizes, and he said that, I know your jobs are difficult. And I think even for Brady, he recognized that he was sort of difficult this past year, missing all these practices, having to go through personal stuff too. So I got to give Tom Brady credit for that. Uh, but what we can't get him, give him credit for is still playing at the level that he used to play two years ago when he won the Super Bowl, playing at 45, 46 years old. Fantasy or reality? Tom Brady Davis is going to play in the NFL again next season. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think we'll we'll get like a false start. Like it, it would not surprise me if we get, um, you know, uh, to two weeks from now, three weeks from now, Tom Pelissero tweets out like people close to Brady. Uh, are are intimating that 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 you know the old wizened legend is finally going to hang it up, and then Brady himself, you know, his social media team, they will, they, you know, his social media team is so good, they'll have some you know good creative video pulled up to say like I'm coming back and I'm quarterbacking the Las Vegas Raiders or the San Francisco 49ers or or wherever it is that he works at. I just I don't know, man. It feels like this dude does not want to be in a life where he is not playing football, and it also doesn't feel like he's that uniquely cut out to be a coach you know in a weird way like you think of quarterbacks like they should be good coaches but it feels like Brady might be so kind of prickly that he he maybe is not actually a particularly good coach like it, it and also you see this all the time with really great players they actually have a really hard time coaching I'm more familiar with this in soccer where these great players are just like god-awful coaches they they're horrible they never win any games and all the players say yeah, you know, we're sitting there in practice and this guy says, okay, just go do this. And the thing he says is like the most miraculous thing ever. And a, a normal person can't replicate it. And the coach can't understand why the guy can't figure it out. So I, that's like the next logical step. But it, Brady to me doesn't seem like a guy who's like jonesing to go coach. So I think he's just going to play, man. I, th I, th I, I, my guess is Craig is that Brady's new goal now is he says, I'm going to play until I'm 50. If he's already made it this far. Like, what's the, what's the use? Yeah, I don't know. If we haven't gotten a retirement yet this morning, we're probably not getting one. Yeah, I'm with you. He's playing in the NFL. I, I don't know, though. I, for some, I, I know that the Raiders seem to be the most plausible destination. And I mentioned on the show earlier in the week that Brady had said previously he was done playing in cold weather. So it's sort of like process of elimination with some of these things. And the general manager of the Dolphins came out the other day and said that Tua is their quarterback. So that sort of eliminates that too. So maybe Vegas does make sense. Maybe San Francisco makes some sense. That was rumors you know, earlier. But again, with the way things are going for them, who knows? I'll say yes, though. I'll say reality that he does play in the NFL again. And by the way, I'm predicting next year is his last year in the NFL. I do, I do not think he's going to play till 50. I think his skills are declining. I, th I think they're declining. I mean, Davis, he threw that interception in the back of the end zone. Last night, I mean, that was a never-seen performance by Tom Brady ever before, and he hit himself in the head on the, on the helmet. I was like, wow. Like this, if, if this is what's happening, I think it's the beginning of the end. I got one more year. One more year. I, I hope he doesn't go out like Favre, but maybe, maybe that's the direction this is headed. We will see. Uh, okay, so uh, I don't know how long bubble tea became a thing, Davis. I'm not really sure. Maybe it was five years ago, ten years ago, somewhere along those lines where a thing to do is to go out and get boba tea, I think is, is really the, what it's 
technically called, but it's also bubble tea. And for people who have not had this before, I don't even know what these are made of. You'd have to tell me. But it's basically like a, uh, a thick tea with these little things inside of it. What they are and how they're manufactured and what they actually are made of, Davis, I got no clue, man. Fantasy or reality? You have gone out and had a bubble tea. Uh, yeah, I, I like, I like, uh, I like bubble tea. I mean, it's not like, I don't go, um, crazy for it the way, like some people, uh, like some people are, are into it. They, they get one of these like every day, but there's uh, a little Vietnamese place right up the street from my house that has them. And I do go get them every once in a while. So basically what it is, is, uh, they are just little, uh, tapioca pearls. They're just little starchy pearls. Um, I mean, like, it's good. It's not, uh, I, I, the, the consistency of the pearls has to be just right. Cause if they're a little bit too slimy and not starchy enough, I I'm not into it, but generally the tea that goes with them is very good. And it like pairs, uh, I mean, it pairs very well with Vietnamese food, which I, I love, I, I don't know, Craig, you don't strike me as a guy who gets Vietnamese no. very often, but I, I, I love, uh, like Thai food, Vietnamese food, pho. I love all that stuff. It's really good. Yeah, no, not not very big on that. Now, I'm going to say there was a year where, um, I I don't know what my schedule was, but my schedule was along the lines of, I was, I I think it may have been when I worked for SiriusXM. I'm I'm starting to think this through. I did a show on SiriusXM and I was done early in the day. I used to be done very early in the day, like let's say 11, 12 o'clock. And so it was like a workout in the morning host a show for two, three hours, whatever it was. And then I would get my kids from school and across the street from where my kids is long story for nothing here, but across the street from where uh, I picked up my kids, there was a bubble tea place. There was a bubble tea. It's not there anymore. Maybe COVID knocked it out. I don't know, but there was a bubble tea place. And I went pretty consistently there. I would say for about two, three months. And then I just realized, like, I don't know, like, it feels like heavy on me. This, I don't know, is this my lunch? Is this my dinner? I just couldn't sort it out. So it's been, it's been a while, man. I'm going to say, so, I mean, with sports grid, I've been uh, almost four years, somewhere along those lines. So it's probably five, six years ago, I would say, since I've had one of these. So I would say inconsistently, Davis, and I would say that I'm not searching for it. So they are, I'm, I'm, they, they, it is heavy. You're right. Like I, that's, heavy. I'm having that with, I'm having that with dinner. That That is not, that's not a morning or lunch thing for me too. Heavy. Yeah. I remember having that for lunch and thinking I don't want to eat for the next 12 hours. So just kind of the way that I am. All right. We'll take a quick break here on the show. Too much information for some. Up next, it is time for the sports grid 60 and then we'll wrap it up. And we got the early line coming up at the top of the hour. Don't go up. <laughs> sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com bp added more than 70 billion dollars to the u.s economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in california and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. Or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with durable colors that last all season with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling.
Welcome back to Fantasy Sports today here on Sports Grid. Can't wait to start diving into this weekend's NFL games. Feel like we got a couple days for that, but we will cover it for you tomorrow here on the show. But first, let's wrap up our program today here for this Tuesday. Here's Davis with today's Sports Grid 60. All right. Well, I'm gonna make uh, I'm gonna make a, a little call here on the program, and uh, if it's right. I would love for our producers to clip this and have it in circulation. If it's wrong, delete it from the airwaves. No one's going to remember it. I'm calling Lamar Jackson saying thanks, but no thanks to the Baltimore Ravens and signing with the New England Patriots. I I just think it makes a lot of sense. The Patriots have a ton of money. They're shedding off the books this year. They clearly do not have a quarterback. Uh, all, All due respect to McCorkle. I just, I mean, Mac Jones is fine. But he is never, ever, ever, ever going to be a guy who can be obviously as good as Lamar Jackson. And I just, that relationship in Baltimore seems weird. I just, I, I, I've closed my third eye. I'm opening it. I'm seeing all the possibilities. And I, I think uh, this time next year, we are talking about Lamar having a home playoff game for the New England Patriots. I just, I really see that going down. Instantly makes them a very good team in the NFL. Uh, so, you know, the reviews are in for me from Super Wildcard Weekend. And I thought Saturday was great. I thought Sunday was great. I'm telling you that irrespective of the score last night, I had had enough. I had had enough going into that game on Monday night. I don't know why. I was not I was not excited for it. I just kind of felt like, oh, my gosh, another game. It was on overload. I'm telling you right now, if the NFL wanted to do this right, you just do your triple header Saturday and your triple header Sunday. You don't need to have a game on Monday night, too. And, and what happens in the instance that the game stinks? No one's watching at halftime anyway. At least you drag people into the next game on Saturday, Sunday. So that's my one revision for the future. Three games Saturday, three games Sunday, no games on Monday night. And by the way, congrats, Dallas Cowboys. You win. You're the team that has to play on a short week this week. Why? Why is that the case? Why do they deserve that? That'll do it for our show. Thanks again to our producers, of course, for Davis. I'm Craig. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. I'll be back at 2 o'clock Eastern for Newswire. Until then, see ya. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. Or a splash of Amazon Jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with durable colors that last all season with Bear Premium Plus paint starting at $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.